It's the Sticks and Bricks podcast, where we take a look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business. I'm your host, Brad Hubbard. Thanks so much for joining me. If you've ever struggled with social media and your home building business, today's episode is a must listen. I had the privilege of talking to Damon Camario of Camario Homes in Kansas City about how he decided to go all in with social media at the beginning of this year to stand out from his competition. Here's just a few of the highlights from this interview. We discussed the one thing he did to make him stay committed to posting consistently. And many of Damon's posts also have him on video, so he talks about overcoming his fears of being on camera. We talk about how he finds enough content ideas to keep posting day after day, and we even venture into a discussion on paid versus organic posts. It's a fantastic episode featuring a home builder who's getting it done and seeing results, and I just know you'll be able to see that you too can be social media savvy. So sit back and enjoy this interview with Damon Camario. Damon Camario, thanks for being on today. I really, really, really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I have to say I'm a little bit starstruck, just a little bit. You're sort of uh, what I consider um, a home builder rock star in the social media side. So, Wow. <laughs> thanks. If I giggle like a little schoolgirl or something, you'll, you'll get an idea of what it's for. <laughs> so, uh, That's so awesome. I, I truly am honored to have you here. So, Thank so you. Hey, uh, what I wanted to really do today is, uh, you know, part of the podcast that I want to have out is um, talking to real folks out in the field doing real things and, you know, having, having our listeners know that they can do the exact same things as they go around there too. Sure. And I started noticing you actually, I got connected with you on LinkedIn and I did that through, uh, through another contact that I saw something he had um, said, oh, you got to check out this video. And, and the video that it was, was your uh, video of your parade of homes. I think it's probably <laughs> the one in the fall that just cracked me up. My goofiest one to date, I think. Yes, yeah. that, must, that must be exactly why I got connected to it. To us. And this is a man speaking after my own heart. This is a guy that wants to get out here as well. So, um, I, and I think that's a, that's a lot of fun. It was great to put on LinkedIn. Uh, for folks who haven't seen that, you, you have to look up Damon. Um, and I'll, I'll share a link over to him as well uh, in the show notes too. But um, I guess it kind of comes into, you know, LinkedIn, a lot of folks think, well, this is business only. And uh, in your case, it was actually a fun video, a funny video. And I was just wondering what kind of brought you to be able to do that on LinkedIn. We'll start it that way. Well, I guess starting out with that, um, I wanted to try to take a spin on something that, you know, is, is, uh, is great for buyer audience as far as the Parade of Homes goes. And, you know, I don't know that they understand all of what goes into it. And so I kind of made it with a thought process of if I put a funny spin on it, maybe I kind of make it for the industry as a whole, right? Because the guys that are in the industry like yourselves that saw it, thought it was hilarious. It may not, it may not reach out to, you know, a home buyer who has no idea sometimes of what it is or what goes into it, especially if they've never been to a parade. Right. But it was trying to take a funny spin on that. And so I figured we'd throw it out on some social media platforms and kind of see, you know, if we got any traction with it and it, it's taken off pretty good here locally. As far as the response, it seems like, I mean, I was sitting in a meeting a week or so ago and had a guy, it was a HBA meeting and I didn't know who the guy was, who the builder was. And he was sitting across from me and haven't even introduced myself to him yet. And 
he leans over and he goes, man, I saw that video. It's just hilarious. <laughs> and I said, well, which one are you talking about? And, and he explained this one. And I was like, oh, well, I appreciate it. You know, thanks for, thanks for thinking it was funny. I felt like a, you know, a goofball doing most of it, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there and, and hopefully, you know, the industry folks will think it's great. So. Sure, sure. No, and, and it is spot on for those in the industry. You get a chance to see it who've ever been in in a parade of home somewhere. That's exactly the emotions you, you've captured. It was just ridiculousness, you know, trying to make the, car, the carpet perfect and whatever, you know. I mean, it was just OCD at its best, but, you know, sure. whatever. Yeah, now I saw on LinkedIn, of course, I, I follow you on Instagram too. What other media have you put that on or um, which other ones are you on, I guess? We, we've got it on, I mean, we're trying to be on just about every, every social media platform you can, you can be on. Um, we've tried some that we haven't, haven't had a lot of success with as far as um, traffic and, and hard to come up with content, but that video is actually on YouTube. We've got it on LinkedIn. We've posted it on Facebook, um, on our business page. And I think it's probably been a link put on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and I think it's on Instagram as well. And, um, you know, certain platforms are only allowed to do so much as far as the length of certain videos and so you can only post like with instagram you get 30 seconds i think for most videos and so you can kind of show a blip and then have it linked back to the actual video so that somebody can watch the whole whole part of it and that's part of the challenge too with doing that kind of stuff is trying to get your message across in a certain amount of time mm-hmm. um you know depending on the platform and so with youtube and with LinkedIn, you can just put, you know, whatever video you want on there as long as you want. So you can kind of have a little bit of freedom with that. Sure, sure. So um, when you were getting started in this, I mean, again, you're across all the different uh, different social media channels now. Is there one you started, you know, if someone's out there and they're thinking of getting started, a home builder, is there one you'd say, you know, this is the easiest one to get into? You know, would it be YouTube? Is it LinkedIn? Um, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm sure. It'd probably be Facebook, honestly, um, because everybody's on Facebook, right? Um, I mean, most, most folks are, and most folks know how to use Facebook more than the other platforms because it was kind of out as a front runner before some of the other stuff was popular. So I think they're used to that. Um, it's pretty easy to use, but um, Instagram is, is fairly easy to use also. YouTube is, can be challenging simply because, you know, if you're going to put video out, I guess it depends on the kind of video you're doing. If you're, if you're trying to make it look as professional as you can, then obviously you're going to have to do some editing and some audio and, and do an intro, outro if, you, if you're into that, and then doing all the back-end stuff that it requires. I mean, you can throw a video out, but it's a matter of if you want it to go anywhere, I guess, and, and look a certain way. It does require a little bit more as compared to if you were just posting stuff on a Facebook or, or Instagram. Yeah, they can be they can be a little bit easier if that makes sense. Yeah, because then you can do it really from your phone or or whatever sure. you have kind of handy as well, and it can be really spur of the moment. Absolutely, and that's kind of the genius behind that is that you can get caught in the moment and just you know blast something out there that just happened or whatever, and make a short thirty second video for Instagram that of something you just happened to come across at a job site or with a customer or at a model home or something versus, you know, going back and spending a half a day making a video and then having to edit it to make it production quality for, you know, for YouTube, which you don't have to do, but it's an option. Yeah. And I think people uh, like seeing the realness of what you do. I mean, I I, uh, saw a post you had uh, not too long ago where you showed up and uh, one of the uh, steel posts was sticking outside the wall. Right. (laughs) Just like, huh, this isn't supposed to be here. And it was just, again, one of those things you, you uh, kind of come across and, and you wonder what to do. And so that was a real spur of the moment, 
real thing that builders it shouldn't, do have, it shouldn't have happened. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like, no uh, one wants, everybody thinks they have to be perfect. Uh, right. You know, say, oh, everything's great. Well, no, you know, we're all real. We all have things that happen as well. That's exactly right. And that's, um, it's funny you bring that up because that's exactly why I, I, I post it about the post, right? Mm-hmm. It was outside of the wall um, just by half an inch or something. And I was looking at it. I was like, you know, not everything we do is, is, is perfect and we're not going to be perfect. And this is a fluid process as far as, you know, construction takes a long time. There's lots of moving parts. I mean, this, that particular job was a basement finish. And so it's, you know, in a customer's home and it was an existing post, an existing wall that we didn't do anything with other than just drywall it. Um, but it's just kind of trying to portray the fact that things are going to happen. And if we're, if we're only going to be talking about or posting about how awesome we are, there's to me that some of that is just can come across as what are we, what are we not talking about or how fake, you know, is some of the stuff you're doing if you're just trying to be pretty all the time, if that makes sense. Um, and so I kind of looked at it like, you know what, what's the worst that could happen? I post about a failure, you know, and, and something that we shouldn't have let happen. It wasn't a big deal. And then we posted how we fixed it. Right. And we actually, actually had several people that commented on that. And, you know, you can get into, maybe get into this later about, you know, sometimes when you're on social media, you're going to get haters, right? I mean, people oh, yeah. are just, not everybody has good things to say about what you do. And so mm-hmm. you have to figure out how to address that. But that particular post that we made, I had some people get on there and say some negative things. And, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, one of them in particular was a guy who just said, uh, you know, amateur hour, you know, it was mm-hmm. just like making fun of, of the fact that we just didn't know what we were doing and all this. And so um, one lady made a comment about, you know, I can't believe you'd allow that to happen. And so I had to go back on and basically just say, look, this, this was a post to explain that we're not perfect and that things happen. And there's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of contractors and we're, you know, we're, we're going to do what was right to make it, to make it correct and fix it. And we wanted to show you that process. And once I explained that to her, she was like, Oh, okay, I get it. But mm-hmm. at her first glance, it was just like, Oh wow, these guys don't know what they're doing. Right. And so I thought about that when I posted it because I was like, how is the public, you know, who's my audience, right? This is why I'm doing this. How are they going to perceive it? And she, you know, these folks perceived it in a negative light. But once I got to explain it, um, they understood that it was like, oh, okay, it was no big deal. It just cost a few dollars. And, you know, you never know where somebody's coming from as far as their, their interpretation of what they're, you know, reading or viewing. And she was looking at it from a standpoint of, she thought that the mistake was going to cost the homeowner a lot of money mm-hmm. to fix because and that's like a typical contractor, you know, screwed up and then it costs customer money. And I was like, no, 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 no. This didn't cost anybody anything. This was just a simple fix. And so once that was explained, it was like, oh, okay, no big deal. Good job. Right. <laughs> so, right. But it was interesting how it was perceived. Yeah, that is funny. I mean, it's, it's funny how anybody can, can look at that and, and quickly on social media, as you said, they, they want to come to a quick, you know, flame or whatever you call it when everyone's yeah, on something. Conclusion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's all how you handle that as well. So. We'll get you right back to the rest of this interview in just a moment. Just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you again for listening to my podcast. It truly, truly does mean the world to me. And while I see it as my job to provide you with great content, I humbly ask for you to take a few moments to leave a positive review about my podcast so others can find it too. Thank you in advance for doing this. Now, back to the interview. 
and I want to jump into a couple other ones because again, you mentioned you have a whole bunch of different social media channels. Some aren't as successful as the other. Is there one you just still haven't figured out yet? Well, it's funny. I think it's LinkedIn. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um, and and the reason I say that is because um, it's more of a professional platform. I mean, we connected on LinkedIn. I've gotten some of my best connections from LinkedIn. Um, from folks in the industry, especially people that are active on there. It seems like if we're on Facebook or on Instagram and we're trying to, you know, do something um, quick or witty or beneficial to a customer or whatever, it's really easy to do on a Facebook or Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I think when we transfer over to LinkedIn, it needs to be more professional. That's what I have found, maybe not for everybody. And I'm no expert by any means on any of this. I've just, I know what we've tried and what we're constantly trying. But it seems like we need to have more um, written content and, and probably video that, that has more of a point to it, and it from the standpoint of being beneficial to someone versus, hey, this happened or check this out. Um, like I wouldn't be posting on there, hey, I have a home for sale. Sure. I mean, we do occasionally, but it's not like, hey, here's a house, here's the address, um, you know, here's the features, go look at it. I hope you love it. Go buy it. Right. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you can do some of that, but I think that, that most of the folks that I've run into on LinkedIn are, are searching for knowledge, I guess, and, and on more of a professional level. And so I'm struggling a little bit with, with how to make what we're doing fit that mold and then try to see if that gets some traction. And guess what? If it doesn't, then we'll try something else. But that's just kind of what, what I'm going through right now with LinkedIn. And so I, I would say that's probably, that's probably been our, our most challenging one. And, you know, and then it's, as soon as I say that, you know, we've had some videos we've thrown up there that I didn't think would do anything right. that ended up with like 1800 views. And we're <laughs> like, okay, wow, that was a great, <laughs> maybe it was just the time of day or it was a holiday or whatever. And so this is such a moving target with all the social media stuff that it just really changes, you know, instantly. Yeah. Yeah. And the one I could never figure out, I was trying to, and again, I can't say I was nearly consistent. So that's, that's really the biggest problem uh, was Twitter. Uh, for yeah, me, it didn't work sure. because a lot of customers just weren't on there. And I seem to think that was more like a business to business that, you know, maybe that one should have been targeted more to maybe realtors who were on there. One, no, I didn't know, but it sounds like you had. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I didn't even mention Twitter because to me it was so far like I went to <laughs> Twitter would be exactly the one, but I went to LinkedIn because it's something that I think we can all relate to in sure. this industry because most fo- professional folks are on it. But yeah, I didn't even bring up Twitter because it just, it goes without saying for me, um, we don't, we tried it for a little bit, but we've, we've just had, you know, really zero results, zero traction. Um, it's, I just don't, I haven't figured out how to make um, what we have to say something that somebody needs instantly in such a quick form like Twitter is. Right. right. And so <laughs> that's why I didn't even bring it up because it was just like for me a no brainer, like no way it doesn't work. But that doesn't mean it, it, that's true for everybody. Just for, for myself and my company, we, we haven't been able to make anything work with that. Sure. Sure. Now, uh, speaking of your company on that too, do you mind sharing the size of your company or any, you know, anything you want to share again, just so listeners know, you know, do they need to be a multi-billion dollar company? <laughs> you know, do yeah, we're far from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in we're in Kansas City. We're in actually suburb of uh, Kansas City in Overland Park, um, which is south of Kansas City Market. Um, and you know, we're we're on track to do about fifteen to twenty houses this year. Um, we build around um, two fifty to six hundred is about as high as we go. Okay. Um, mostly around five fifty, probably four fifty to five fifty is kind of 
has been a sweet spot. We've been seeing some good things happen in, in a cheaper, you know, 300 to 350 market has been has been working well. We also do a lot of remodeling though. We do kitchens, basements, bathrooms, and and have have been doing that for several years. So good, and and that's good to have that because obviously a recession comes along. People aren't building sure. houses; they're still remodeling too. I know. Uh, Back in the uh, oh the 2009 2010, a lot of builders entered into remodeling and didn't necessarily know what they were doing at the time, but they just needed the extra. So, right, yep. There. Now, um, when you're doing your social media, how how do you really come up with your ideas? I guess other than just you know a spur of the moment, you plan this out. Do you have a calendar? How do you come around on those? All of the above. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean like on a job site or somebody else on a job site that saw something or, or, uh, you know, came up with something. Um, some of the quick, quick content, you'll see that, um, where we're just standing there and it's like, okay, um, let's look for something to talk about or, um, or make a point to like go out to a job site and shoot video or record something of something specific that we had in mind. Um, you know, I, we use, a. um, a scheduling software for some of that so that we can stay on task and make sure that we're, we're posting it, uh, you know, at least daily is what we try to, is, is a goal for us. Nice. Um, but I basically just <laughs> write notes of anything that we come across that we could talk about and we do research on it. And the biggest thing that I could try to pull from where I get content is from just questions from customers, mm-hmm. like in meetings. Sure. That makes sense. Yep. So if I'm yep. if I'm sitting there in a build job meeting or something, and I and, or if I'm meeting with a real estate agents, I just try to make mental notes or just jot it down as far as something that came up that maybe I was blown away from, um, as far as that they were even asking that because to me it was like common knowledge. Sure. Um, and so I mean, like for example, there's a there's a video I did about um, the difference in a in a builder and a developer. And mm-hmm. that may be different in other parts of the country, but here in Kansas, they're, they're very different. And some builders here are developers and vice versa. But a real estate agent asked me that and I was just like, wow, how do you not know that? And I wasn't right. coming from a, from a, you know, state of arrogance. It was just like, I didn't realize that we were at that level with, mm-hmm. with certain agents and buyers. And so I was like, okay, there's something we can talk about. So I made a quick video on, on how I see it as the difference in the two. And from someone in the industry, they may be like, oh, that's, you know, that's a dumb video, but the people in the industry weren't my audience, right? It was the people that, that are Googling and looking for questions or, or, or looking for answers to their questions or is my audience. And, and so I get a lot of that stuff from just conversation. Yeah. And it's, it's real hard to, you get numb to it and you know, you're in, you hit it right on the head. I think on that too, a lot of times it's your day to day. You don't think anything of it. And, right. uh, but what seems mundane and just your typical day to others is just fascinating. Right. And, and that's exact word. It's fascinating. I mean, really to some, to some people, they are just, you know, gobbling up information as far as, you know, what we do in our industry. And, and sometimes, you know, I mean, we all hear stories about, you know, buyers that are looking for square footage or base prices or whatever, and they can't find it on a website or whatever that is. And it frustrates buyers because everywhere you go um, with anything, that information is readily available all over the place. But then, this is such a big ticket item, you know, building a big house that takes months to build. There's, there's not, you know, all the information out there. Um, and so if people are looking for this, you know, looking for an answer to their question, um, why would you not want to be the guy they find, you know, to answer it? And so that's kind of a, that's been a um, kind of a driving force for what we do. 
Very nice. Now, how long have you been going in kind of all in on social media? Yeah, if you want to say all in, it's been since the first of the year. Oh, okay. So I, I did it. Um, I did it kind of off and on for a couple of years prior and, and wasn't really 100% for sure. I mean, I had some people that were doing some stuff for me and I was trying to do some things and it was just a, it was a dog and pony show at best. Um, didn't understand it. And then I was like, you know what? I, I see an opportunity here and I'm the kind of guy that once I kind of put my head to something and I just got to give it all um, and, and go after it. And, and so I, I actually shot a video, I think it was in December of 18, where I was sitting there and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to put myself on blast and I'm going to make a video, my first video. And I put it out there and I made a commitment to whoever happened, you know, my mom and my aunt and my cousin who were watching it, right? right. Yeah. The three people of my audience at the time um, that was watching it. And, and I said, just basically threw it out there that, Hey, I'm going to make a commitment that I'm going to produce content and video that's going to be helpful and beneficial to, you know, people and whoever that may be. And so once I posted that, I was like, all right, dude, there's no going back. You (laughs) kind of just, you know, blasted yourself there. So that was what kind of kicked me in the butt to get me out the door to do it. And then it was just like, you know what, I'm just going to have to have fun with this and make it fun because it's not always fun. It's like, it's just, I mean, we're all busy, right? And it's, you got to make time for it. And um, (laughs) I mean, I I told today I was going to shoot some video and um, T in my office asked me what I wanted to shoot. And I said, I'm not really motivated (laughs) (laughs) to shoot video. And I was like, I felt bad. I was like, uh, yeah, you don't really have a choice to be motivated or not. Shoot some content. You know, this is part of it today. You know, this is the way it works. So suck it up buttercup. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, when you start out too, I imagine it, it can be frustrating a little bit, you know, if you're not getting a lot of responses or likes or views. So how do you, how do you just keep going through that? Uh, and, and how do you even today, or I guess that today, if you get one that is kind of a bomb, you just say, well, that's a bomb. I won't do one like that again or do better. But again, just getting started out, if folks decide they want to jump in and do this as well, you know, how do you just Im- impel yourself to keep going? Yeah. I mean, for me, it was a, it was a need. Um, you know, I, I was fighting an obscurity problem, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who I was in the industry. And so I was like, you know what, this is a, this is a free way. I mean, it does take time, mm-hmm. but this, this is a, for the most part, free way to blast my company out as much as I possibly can. And so it's like, you can't get in my way of stopping me from putting out, you know, 20 videos a day if I wanted to, or posting mm-hmm. all over the place. And so for me, it was like, I needed to do it and had to do it to help grow my business. Okay. And so what was, I looked at it like it wasn't a choice. It was like, you know, this is, this is the way it needs to be. This is what everybody's talking about. This is everything I read. And so um, I just basically made it a necessity and kind of turned it that way and said, you know what, this is the way I feel things are going. I want to be way ahead of this. And then I started to look, I, you know, I kind of stepped back and I looked around and I was like, wow, there's nobody doing a lot of this, at least not right. in my market. Most mm-hmm. folks aren't. And, and I think when, the people in my market started to see some of this. It, it took off for me really well because they hadn't seen it. <laughs> They're like, mm-hmm. well, we don't see a home builder, you know, walking job sites and talking about problems and talking about these things. And so I was like, okay, so that gives me some kind of pat on the back that, Hey, you may be going in the right direction and, and getting some motivation to do that. So that, that really helped. Wow. Uh, they, again, you hit it on, hit it on the head again. It's, it's free on there. Have you tried any paid promotion or have you had to, pay to sure. promote any of these or, you know, how, how have you found that? Has it been worth the investment or is it just more quantity and repetitiveness? I guess? 
Yeah, I mean, it's all of that. Um, so, I mean, all these platforms anymore are pay to play. And so they're, you know, they're, they're marketing platforms. I mean, Facebook is great to show what you ate for dinner and, you know, your cat and your vacation and all that. But if you're really using it for a business standpoint, um, you know, the algorithms and how they operate is they're an advertising platform. And so they want you to spend money to get your message out. And so, you know, they have ways of suppressing your message, you know, or your, whatever your posts are and only showing them to this and that. And so, you know, you really, at the end of the day, you have a paid version of it and you have a organic version of it. And so we try to do both. And so we, we have ads that we run, we have consultants that we work with that, that help out with some of that. And, um, and then on the internal stuff, we do just organic posts where we're just blowing it out there. We're not paying for the ad. We're just putting out content. And so we try to put out as much as possible and trying to have the thought process of being omnipresent. You know, I mean, you, you can be everywhere at the same time on social media because look around, everybody has their phone in their hand, right? I mean, I went to lunch today and stood in line. There was like 12 people in line to get a taco and, like 10 of the people in line were staring at their phone. Like nobody was talking or communicating. They were all staring at their phone. And I'm like, that's the audience. They're all right there checking all these things, looking at, this, at these things. And there's so much noise out there in this, you know, in social media space that I ladder on or I, I fall back on the side of posting more than we probably should or most people recommend. I look at it like, and, and there's lots of people smarter than me about this. And so I'm, I'm not coming up with this myself. I'm getting some of this from, you know, industry experts and stuff. But I kind of have the thought process that no one heard what I said. Like I, I put something out there and yeah, people will see it and, and people will thumb up it and like it or share it or whatever. And it may not be the amount that I want, but I just assume that no one heard my message and no one saw my video. And there, then I'm like, okay, now I need to do another one because that one didn't work. Right. And that's not the case, but that's kind of what I think about when I'm doing it, because it's not like a one and done. You're not just going to, Hey, I'm on Facebook and let's throw something out once a month. And, you know, and, and then we scratch our heads and wonder why nothing worked. Right. It's yeah. kind of for me, and this may be the wrong approach. I don't know if there's, if there's guys out there that, that are industry experts on this, but for me, I am just trying to do as much as I can, as often as I can, and because uh, you never know who's looking at it. You never know who's going to come across it. And you never know, you know, you could talk about 15 things and then one person sees it and they don't, they're not interested in any of those things. And all of a sudden that 16th thing you post, they're like, oh, this dude knows what he's talking about. This guy has something to offer. I, I'm, I'm, I like listening to him again or, or watching him again, you know, so. Well, good. Well, again, I know you, you're, uh, you defer out to industry experts, but the folks like you who are out there doing it, and I would say, as I said at the beginning, you're kind of a rock star at this now, if you don't mind me saying that. So as I giggle, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my business card. Okay. <laughs> That's right. You, you can do that as well. I'll expect to see that on your LinkedIn uh, um, Perfect. bio now at, at this point. <laughs> so, your best advice for other builders who maybe haven't jumped into this yet. Um, I will defer to your industry expert wisdom at this point. Just do it. All right. Like seriously, like it's just that simple. Just do it and do lots of it. You know, when I started out doing it, I was, I was like most people. I mean, I get this all the time when people here in Kansas City, I run across or at the HBA or other builders or friends or whatever. And they'll ask me, you know, how do you, do you like being behind the camera? Do you like doing this? And I'm like, well, no, you know, it's a lot of time. And you know what I mean? It's not something that I, I set out to do. 
um, as a career path. And I'm not anything other than a home builder and a remodeler at this point, but it's like, I felt it was necessary to do. And so um, I had to get past, you know, my own fears and my own self-awareness concerns of how other people may perceive what I say or do. Right. Like, Hey, your hair doesn't look good or good or you're ugly or your beards needs to be trimmed or you got gray in your beard or what, you know what I mean? Like whatever, sure. all these things I've had to say to myself. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I had to get past all that, which is not easy to do. I know that's not easy for some people to do and, and, and just not care what other people think. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's like, you kind of have to do that to yourself to be able to just put yourself out there and then be willing to take whatever is said and, you know, the majority of stuff we get is very complimentary and, 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 and reassuring that, that it works and that people are seeing it and, and hearing it. And, and so that kind of is the, a lot of the driving force that helped me get past that. So my advice would be just do it, give it a shot. What do you got to lose? What's it going to hurt? Um, go for it. That, that sounds great. And it's exactly, I mean, it's, it's same with this podcast. I've been thinking about doing this for a long time and finally thought, heck with it. It's time to go ahead and do this. And uh, you get yeah. to interesting people on this there's today. no turning back brad you're oh, in man. Oh, yeah man. pressure's on now pressure committed on. <laughs> hold me hold me to the task so there you go so well great well i'm gonna let you get going i want to thank you again for uh being a part of this today thanks for having me brad hey thank you so much and have yourself a great day you too see ya what a great interview that was I just met Damon, he's an instantly likable guy, which is probably another reason he's killing it on social media. If you haven't seen his post yet, pick your favorite social media, simply search up Camario Homes. Then, as Damon said, just do it. Get out there and start posting consistently to start seeing results for your home building business. And, if you like what you've heard here and want to make sure you don't miss future episodes of the Sticks and Bricks podcast, don't forget to subscribe. I'd be honored for you to also let others know you found this content useful. This is Brad Hubbard. Until next time, happy home building.